So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, welcome back spooky. to another episode of Best, Worst Christmas Friends. Spooky. Thank you. Thank you. Episode 97. I'm Doug. I'm Tim. Were you a big Nightmare Before Christmas guy? Honestly, no. Honestly, I think I think Nightmare Before Christmas was one of those things that for me was gate kept by weenie kids who liked it. Just made me never give it a shot. Yeah, you know, it was like for a long time I never listened to Dark Side of the Moon because all the fucking loser emo kids with like the hair over one eye would like wear that shirt, but like they didn't even listen to it. They just wore that shirt. They like probably the also shirt. did listen to it. Yeah, they might have. But also, like, how old were you when you listened to Pink Floyd and were like, "This is cool"? Um, yeah, probably like a teenager. Yeah, early. Imagine if you're like twelve and you're like, "Pink Floyd's the best." You're like, "You're a fucking loser, kid." Stop. (laughs) That's weird. Were you ever were you ever a band T-shirt guy? Yeah, I think we've talked about this, but I was just dressed. Until I hit my mid-twenties anyway. I always just dressed however the girl I was dating wanted me to dress. Nice. So there was a band t-shirt girl? Yeah, my first girlfriend took me to, um, I think it was called Backstage at Masonville Mall in London, Ontario. Nice. And I just got like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin shirts. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Oh, the Led Zeppelin like with the guy on it? The, like, no, the angel? no, not that one. The one that has like... Led Zeppelin just in letters and then a little symbol oh, at the yeah. top. That one. And then I wrote the Led Zeppelin logo on my wall as a kid with a so permanent cool. marker. That Very was cool. cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so <laughs> I was a big basically from the tenth grade to the like twelfth grade. It was all just band tees for, for me. Oh hell yeah. yeah. That yeah. looks so cool. Oh, I was the coolest in my Wish You Were Here t shirt, an album I'd what never was- listened to in my life. <laughs> that'd be funny if like if a bully like quizzed you on the album and he proved that you hadn't listened to it if they were able to like steal your shirt and teachers <laughs> like well you should have listened to the album yeah you know? don't be a liar name three don't songs shirt stolen <laughs> name three songs i don't know i can't name three songs of anything you can't name three songs by like your favorite artist kanye west name three kanye west songs it's not your favorite artist, but no. Steely Dan. <laughs> well, I can now. I couldn't at the time. I wasn't a big like. I wasn't a big music. Guys put much music on in the background, and then just didn't yeah, give yeah. a shit. Have you met any like famous musicians? Well, funny, okay, like- funny. You should ask, Douglas. <laughs> Let me straighten my tie yeah, on this who should ask. Johnny uh, Tonight Show here. Yeah, this couch segment. I uh, I went to a meet and greet on uh, for someone you love. No, not for someone. It's, it's weird. Well, technically, dude, it's technically for someone you love, but not someone you love. It's you know? so weird that you're pretending that you don't know what this is. <laughs> you don't like this? <laughs> no, I don't like this rhythm from you at all. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm not a fucking actor. That's why. But yeah, I'm just trying to make you better. It was a weird. It was fucking weird, man. I don't know. I um. I went. I hope. 
Mike is cool. With was me it after that? Was the meet meet and greet before or after the before. show? Before. After. Before. 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 Yeah. Wow. It was at four o'clock. Was the check in, and then the meet and greet lasted for a while, and then doors were at six fifteen, and then he performed okay. at seven. So wow, it was like meet and greet, and then go get some dinner, and then come back. Yeah, but how it, long did he do on stage? Yeah, uh, shows about two hours. Damn, dude, he sang for two hours. Honestly, a little chatty. It was real chat. It was it was like a Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra e. Here's a story, and then it doesn't end in a punchline. It ends with a cover of a standard Christmas song. Here's my oh. cover of. Here's my jazzy cover of White Christmas, or what have you. And it was like a story about like the first snowfall he had when he was a kid. It's almost like they're doing like a friend show, but it has like a bunch of Christmas songs in it. Well, he was on Glee, and he talked about how. Oh, okay. And he talked about how like Toronto meant a lot to him because on a trip to Toronto was the first time he felt included with the main cast of Glee and stuff. Oh, that's and nice. then he would talk about he's a big singer songwriter nerd, so he would talk about the people who wrote the Christmas songs and what he was mm-hmm. doing to make them different and stuff like that. It was okay. It was all right, you know. But uh, sometimes if you're, like, telling me what you're doing to make it different, it's like, all right, show, don't tell. Yeah. You know? Show, play the song in a bohemian style. You don't have to explain it to me. But he has a weird level of fame because he's not really famous for anything specific. Like, he's mm. not a super famous actor. Like, he was on Glee. Yeah. He's on Assassination of Johnny Versace. Uh, he does some Broadway stuff. I saw him in American Buffalo last year. He was great, but it's not like oh, he's nice. famous for that. Did Micah tell him that when she met him? I'll, so that's got to be a cool we'll, thing. We'll get to that part. Um, okay, okay. But we, uh, so he's just sort of famous because people like him, and then he does every once in a while he'll pop up on the internet and put out a thing or put out an album, mm-hmm. and his fans are like. We love him. So he just yeah. sort of showed up, and the whole show was like, hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with me. And everyone's like, I fucking love you during Chris. <laughs> that was the whole show. What was the what was the age demographic? Was it mostly girls Micah's age and then their significant others your age? <laughs> Not a lot of significant others. It was mostly, wow. honestly, a wide range of women. Huh. Yeah, but I would describe I would describe the demographic of his fans as women who have made sexual who have made a lot of sexual advances on gay men. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of the audience, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the the kind of women who like like my mom said when she was a kid, uh she knew someone who was obsessed with Elton John and had like Mrs. Elton John written <laughs> on all of her books. And then it came out that Elton John was gay and this woman was like horrified and they had to throw away her school books. Yeah. Like a lot of women who get let that, who like get a little too aggressively hit on someone and the guys were like, no, I'm gay. Thank you. But I'm a homosexual. Oh, honey, man. I'm sorry, but I'm gay. Oh yeah. A lot of oh honeys <laughs> at them. Yeah. But he started his career by playing a lot of gay men, but he's straight. Like, he has a wife and a kid. 
which I guess Elton John oh. did too, but he's actually straight. Um, huh. Yeah. So that was that was weird. They were at the meet and greet. So the meet and greet went. We showed up at about four ten, waited yeah. in line till about four twenty five, four thirty, and, and then we went inside, got our little merch bag, they had a hat and a mm. Christmas ornament and a signed program, and then that's cool. You go around, and the meet and greet was like, it was like it was like a bank line. Uh-huh. And then at the front of the line, there was about an eight foot by eight foot square screen, and he was just on the other side of the screen. So what? you would like you would just get to the front of the line, and then the guy would take your phone camera and just take a bunch of pictures of you as you went on the other side of the screen to where Darren Chris was and got your moment with him, and then you would leave the other side of the screen and go out. So weird. Because you couldn't just see them. The ladies would have lost their fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a bull yeah, like They would have had to put red. fucking... They would have had to say, put fucking wet floor signs everywhere. All these fucking drenched pussies. Everyone <laughs> just went slipping and sliding. You could have just surfed to your seat. Yeah, just the janitor off on the side. Like, I told him this would be a problem. <laughs> this is my whole night We now. need more cat litter! More <laughs> cat litter! <laughs> just throwing that stuff out like firemen at the... Scene of an accident. <laughs> I told you, extra absorbent. <laughs> um, yeah, so you wait you wait in line. As we were waiting in line, there was a dad with three little girls all in pink dresses. Mm-hmm. And then we were in that like bankish line. We were probably in there for about 45 minutes. It's just like Damn. everybody gets like a minute or so with him, and then you move on. Every single yeah. person. And uh, at one point, the dad took, he walked up to security, talked to the security guy, and then he came back. And I guess he was like, no, nah, this is taking too long. We're leaving. And then he just took his three little girls and just left. And they didn't get to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, nah, it's taking too long. And he went up to security and I guess asked, hey, can we cut? I have three little girls. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> and then, and then he like, just no one cares. He was yeah. like, all right, let's get out of here. I'm done. His name was uh respect. Yeah, I know his name because he checked in before me. It was Timothy Thompson, <laughs> <laughs> another fellow Tim. Yeah, yeah. it's a couple Tims. Tim doesn't out. want to be here. No. So so Micah got a better photo with Darren than the one where you're at the side of it. Oh yeah, yeah. She okay, got okay. Good. I was like that. I hope that's not the photo. No, they took. I hope they took the so many photos. Like oh, okay, that's good. I have a bunch. With of- your phone too. Um. They like t- with her phone, I mean? Yeah. They just you give oh, them your nice. phone and the guy's just constantly taking photos as you're interacting with him, and then you pose for some and they take some more um That's honestly purposeful. pretty smart. You probably get some fun candids. Yeah. And it was uh I have a lot of photos of me not making eye contact with him. Looking back, I was like, oh, man, that stinks. But I don't know. <laughs> He's a nice enough guy. Just me. Oh, that's nice. That's nice that you got a photo with him too. Yeah, because we went up and I told Mike, I was like, "You're gonna go have your moment with him." Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. This isn't gonna be like an us together thing. This is something you want to do. If and in the back of my head, I'm like, if for some reason this relationship goes to shit and you end up hating me, I want you to still have a photo with Darren Chris. That oh, doesn't involve me. Um, of course, yeah. And uh, so she went up, talked to him. And uh, he was very nice to her. He said hello, and she just cried. 
just openly <laughs> wept tears of joy. Yeah. Because it was just... Which he's probably so used to. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. He was like, I would do the same thing if like I met someone who I sort of like respect or whatever word he said. He asked if he could hug her. She said yes. So he gave her a hug. Wow. And then he started... There was a lady behind us in line who... I guess Micah had went and saw him and Leah Michelle, someone else from Glee, like five years ago. And we're standing uh-huh. in line, and the woman behind us in line goes, Mika? And Micah turns <laughs> around, and it's a lady who recognized her from that concert five years ago. Get the fuck That's crazy. And this, <laughs> I looked her up later. This lady is, like, obsessed with Darren Chris. Wow. Like, her... Her Instagram page is just like her doing TikToks over Darren Chris songs and like tagging him in a bunch of stuff and like What does this lady look like? Um I don't know. She's just like a lady. She looks like Would Darren Chris be stoked? I don't know. I'd be stoked if someone was, was that, that into me, I guess. I don't Yeah, that is that is pretty impressive. She's yeah. no um what's his He has like a wife. Who seems nice. Um, yeah. But Mike was like, I feel like I'm just going to cry. And the woman goes, oh, yeah, I had to do four of these meet and greets before I could even tell him my name. And I was like, <laughs> holy. All right, lady. So he just like, just imagine like the third time. Just like, ah, 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 yeah. just like still hasn't even spoken to him. He's like, I don't. I don't think she's okay. I'm pretty sure the, I don't think this woman's okay. Pretty sure the lady in front of us, who's this like sort of punk rockier lady, just like yeah. probably about 18, 21-ish, denim jacket, a bunch of buttons. I'm pretty sure that when she went behind the screen, I heard mm-hmm. her, her tell him that she was like following him on tour. And he was like, oh, well, welcome oh to Toronto. God. It's a really nice place. You'll have a great time here. Dude. The professionalism. Yeah. The professionalism that that man has is what separates him from us. Because I know if someone said that to either one of us, we'd be like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Forever, forever ruining a fan. Oh, yeah. Forever severing any time. We've now made a villain. Yeah. We've made someone who's out for our blood now. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I could handle that shit. That is just a level of perfect. Like, do they have a fucking book that teaches you that? Do you have to have like a twelve week course with a publicist when you get a certain level of fame? Like, all right, you have a million followers on Instagram. This is how you interact with people so they don't fucking chop your head off and keep it as a souvenir, or like hold you hostage and make you sing songs. Yeah, while they shoot at your feet or something. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like here's how to not get kidnapped or stabbed at your own meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever watch that weird movie where John Travolta's like a a crazed fan and he's like a big autistic man with a mullet? No. It's the weirdest movie and he's like he's like has these autistic tics where he's like mm, yes, mm. it's like just John I don't know Travolta what. just going for it. Yeah, dude. And like going for it in like 2020. Like I don't know what he could have thought this was a good idea. I don't know if he needed money. I remember at one point the character gets stabbed in the eye and he's just running around like, he's like, what a fucking movie. He's got the this? fucking mullets. It's so weird because he like breaks into this guy's house who he's obsessed with and then the guy like fights back because he doesn't know who the fuck this 
yeah. weirdo is who's in his house, right? Fuck, man. I have to watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's called The Fanatic or something That's like great. that. That's great. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But um, so Micah went up, and she had a moment. It was a great moment, I think. Mm-hmm. I, she, I saw her come around the other side of the screen having changed. <laughs> I kept making fun of her. I was like, you know, it's a really weird experience to uh, take your girlfriend to go meet the man of her dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I don't know. It's just I, <laughs> it's a good Christmas present, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and oh, then, man, that's so funny. And then I, I went around to meet him because <laughs> I got to meet you him. You start next. crying like I don't care over me. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was weird because. When I showed up, I was like, I really don't care about meeting this guy. Yeah. But we can talk about how insane this is later. Because uh, I, you know, I want to get through this. Uh, yeah. It was about, I think it was $100 a person for the meet and greet. Wow. So you had to pay too? Oh, of course. I Because I wanted to sit next to her at the concert and the meet and greet seats. Oh, were like, that's why there weren't a lot of plus ones. That was a lot of, I am not paying a hundred fucking dollars <laughs> yeah. to be there for five hours. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of money. But um, after paying the hundred dollars and waiting in line for an hour, mm-hmm. and you know you have about 30 to 45 seconds to talk to this person, and there's probably like pictures of them. You're hearing rumblings about them all the time. Oh yeah, online. people are talking. No one's about talking how about anything they are. else. Yeah, you start to kind of put pressure on yourself. Yeah, you start yeah. to people who are famous. They feel famous. Yeah, if you talk to them, you feel the fame. If maybe I'd, it's like some fake thing we put onto them, but you can feel it. If I'd run into him at like a bar, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna say?" But you're you're like I. <laughs> I put so much into this experience. I need yeah. to have some sort of an interaction with this person that doesn't feel insane. What'd you say? Um, well, the lady behind us was like, he's just going to say, he's going to comment on a piece of clothing you're wearing and say that he likes it. That's just, is this like the super fan? Yeah. This is that tricks is she's picked so up. funny that she knows his <laughs> tricks. He's probably like getting pissed off. Cause it's like a magician who like, <laughs> yeah. Someone's seen too many times. Like, get the hell out of here, Stephanie. You're ruining it for yeah. everybody else. Yeah, like, stop being such a fan and picking up on all my tricks. She's like, I just so you know, like, the bird is in his sleeve. But it's still fun. It's nice to see. <laughs> um, So, like, he complimented uh, Micah's coat. She's wearing a very nice coat. Um, And then he uh commented on, he asked what shirt I was wearing. Because I was wearing a band shirt, actually from this band soccer mommy and then i was just like yeah i heard this was going to be like a grunge show so i'm pretty i'm pretty psyched actually this is gonna be fun and then we just kind of talked about grunge music for a minute and then i left i got my photo with him and then i dipped out and then um wait so you talked about did he laugh at the grunge music thing a little bit i complimented him on his christmas sweater it was okay, just like that's cool. I wasn't. Do you tell him about the play that you saw? No, nah, I didn't. I didn't feel like there <laughs> was any cool. need. I, yeah, I kind of wish I'd been like, "Hey, I saw you in American Buffalo. You were great." 
But or even just be like, I love that play. And then it's your wheelhouse too. Maybe you yeah. guys get to talk about something you like, you know? Yeah. But also, I'm not trying to establish a relationship with him. I'm just trying to survive this weird interaction I'm going to have with a celebrity. It's weird to be like, uh, yeah, hi, yeah, I paid you $200 to make my girlfriend happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, Let's take out pictures. I do. I One thing I wish I'd said was I wish I'd told him that he makes a great Christmas present. Oh, that's funny. But here's the weird part. That's actually like a funny, you know, tagline that he could use. <laughs> but here's the weird part is during his show, he goes, who's seen me multiple times? And then women clap through their tears of seeing him. He comes yeah. out. He does like a big song and dance number. He's running down the aisles. He's like jazzily dancing around and singing his little heart out. And then yeah, where was this? Uh, Elgin and Winter Halts down on Young Street. It's a nice place. Is that that really fa- fancy one where we saw Chris Gethard? Yeah. That had like the vines? Yeah. Dude, that theater is gorgeous, yeah. dude. I love it's beautiful. that theater. It's really Man, nice. I'm getting to perform there. What a lucky guy. Yeah. Holy shit. And then, so he goes, who's seeing me for a second time? And a bunch of people clapped. And then he goes, who's seeing me for the first time and has been dragged here by a loved one? And I clapped. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, you're here with someone? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here with someone I love. And he goes, what's your name? I was like, it's Tim. He's like, oh, yeah, we met earlier. And then he played a little bit of um, smells. Like, he talked about grunge and played a little smells like teen spirit on the guitar while the guy oh, played shit. the bells behind him. And then he just crowd worked me throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> he would like check in on me and see how I was doing. He got me to request That's a funny. song later. It was fucking weird. <laughs> That's it's weird, but it's a tactic. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent a tactic. It's not, you know, he's for sure done it before. There's always that guy. There's always someone who's gonna clap. There's always yeah. you know what I mean? Even if someone doesn't clap, there's like, oh, this guy over here shuffled his feet. What's up, man? How are you a fan? You know, any it's like forcing a card it's a fucking magic trick he's forcing a card on you and he's forcing like a dialogue card on you where it feels like you have options but you don't no really and i'm you know you do the thing to anyone who ever gets crowd worked just answer the questions you know what i mean don't say anything else you'll ask they'll ask you questions and then you give an answer and then that's it and, like, quick answers. It doesn't have to be like, well, and, uh, you know, earlier today I went to the store and, uh, you know, it's yeah. very succinct. Absolutely. But it was also funny because I'm pretty sure that one of the, like, forced cards, I, like, kind of messed up a little bit because <laughs> part of it is he was going to – I inferred this from the show later – is he would ask me what song I wanted – and then I would uh-huh. say one, and then he would be like, and we're not going to do that song because the lesson of Christmas is you don't always get what you want. And then at the end, when he's playing his final song, he does like a medley of the songs that people requested and he said no to. Uh, and yeah. he's like, it's a Christmas miracle. Everybody gets what they want or whatever. But I requested a song that was in his set list that he was planning on playing <laughs> anyway. So then he had to, he just sang it. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. And I got like attacked by these girls behind me who requested a Taylor, really wanted him to sing a Taylor Swift song. 
and they like <laughs> when he asked me what song I wanted, they like jumped me. Did you say the Taylor Swift song? No, I requested Did my actual favorite Christmas song, which is the Christmas song. What's the Christmas? It's song? that chestnuts roasting on an open fire song. Oh, it's a good one. I fucking love yeah, that song. Nipping at your toes. It's a good song. I watched I the nose, I watched the so. Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, I watched the Santa Claus yesterday, which I think is one of the most perfect Christmas movies of all time. Yeah. In terms of like just how it's structured, like the the title alone, the Santa Claus, and that's how he becomes Santa Claus is because of the Santa Claus, and you know he happens to. He puts on the suit and, it, you know, just everything, it just all works together so well. Everything folds back in on itself. So many great references that come back up. The weenie whistle that the psychologist uh, stepdad has, you know. I, I was obsessed with those, like, elves that are, at, like, secret agents. I used to yeah, force my sister. Yeah, I used to force my sister to play that with me in the living room when I was a kid after I saw that movie. It was great. That's great. Yeah, did you That's watch great. like the mower? Re- Have you kept up with the Santa Clauses? I think there's like eight of them. No, now. but I think there's a TV show now. I'm pretty sure, because I've seen like new episodes released every week, and one of them was for like something called the Santa Clauses. Oh, all right, yeah, it's pretty wild. Good for Tim Allen. I've seen I guess. one of them in theaters for sure. Yeah, it's crazy to think of his career in the '90s. This motherfucker did the Santa Claus at the same time he was doing Home Improvement, and then a couple years later did Toy Story. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That guy owned Hollywood. Like, he just fucking owned it. Yeah, it it's is. Great. He he works a fucking ar, 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 in the fucking the Santa Claus. One of his ho-ho-hos is ar, ar, ar. <laughs> yeah, but crazy. It is crazy. wild how many of the biggest movie stars, like at the biggest movie star in the world at any given moment, a lot of those come from stand-up. You know what? I've uh, I've said this before. It's my favorite Tim Allen story, and it kind of makes him sound like a douche, but I love it. It's from some documentary, but some young gun was like opening for him. And I was like, man, I'm going to bury Tim Allen. They're not going to fucking care about him. Blah, blah. They go up there. They do pretty good, right, for their set. They think they're like all hot shit, and they walk off, and the host is like saying something, whatever. And Tim Allen comes up to them and puts like a hand on their shoulder and says, they won't remember your name in five seconds. And then he walks up there to like, thunderous shaking the walls applause and cheering and then it's like uh, and immediately they just don't care about this other yeah guy. of course nothing on the show has happened and the guy's like yeah and they just they no one could have even remembered i was there that night my favorite was just him my favorite tim allen story is that he uh went to jail for having massive amounts of cocaine and, and it sold people out, right? Yeah, and then he was a prison snitch, and then he got out early and became one of the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> Crazy that that's, like, his story. Before I would love... I wonder if there's a book about Tim Allen's life, or if he's like, a, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know. One of the best <laughs> mugshots ever. Yeah. Easily. I love a good stand-up comedian mugshot. Yeah, it is wild that a lot of people start... In the, Eric Bana was a stand-up... Michael Keaton... Was like a really mm-hmm. good stand-up. If you watch his stuff, it's like really weird and like it's weird jokes. Yeah, but it's like really fun and like more modern stuff. Like Kevin Hart started as a stand-up. Do the voice of SpongeBob and the voice of like hundreds of other things. Tom Kenny, he vo- he started as a stand. I watched his first stand-up set. Like you find on YouTube, and you can feel the cartoon characters in his set. It's so weird. 
Because it's like, you know, a guy at the store the other day was like, hey, man, you got a round for that, for that. You know, like he has a different <laughs> voice for the person. You're like, man, he's just like a, he's a living cartoon. So it's good that he found that medium because, like, it's yeah. a better field for him than stand-up, I think. Yeah, probably. It was like him and Bobcat Goldthwait, I think, were big at the same time. Yeah. They had, like, similar kind of that's styles. Why, that's why Bobcat is called Bobcat because Tom Kenny started oh, yeah. out as Tomcat. Tomcat! Yeah, dude, I forgot. Yeah, they're Bobcat man. and Tomcat. My favorite Hilarious. trivia for uh, guess who started out as a stand-up is the guy who wrote the screenplay for 12 Years a Slave started as a stand-up. Really? Yeah. The, Damn. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he did any. I don't know if he wrote anything in between them, but the movie that he wrote that was the most popular before 12 Years a Slave was Undercover Brother. <laughs> Undercover Brother. And then... 12 years a slave damn it makes you think like like what came first do you think he always wanted to tell that story but then he got muddied up with comedy for a bit or do you think he just kind of stumbled into it eventually he's like i've already done enough how many times can you write undercover brother (laughs) i don't it is based on a book but 12 years oh yeah that's true i think it's based on a biography what i wonder is do i i've never actually seen 12 years a slave but like, do you think it's supposed to be a comedy? No. Do you think that he... Nope. No? It wasn't... It didn't start no. out as, like, Undercover Brother 2, and then it sort of went through some edits and... <laughs> like a time portal? Are there any punchlines yeah, in there? I feel like Brad Pitt's I... Amish character might have been... That could have been a sketch. No, his character's supposed to be, like, the one redeeming white person in all of the South, I think, is, like, what he was hired as. Like, the one good white guy that existed in the South. Yeah, well, he produced the the movie. Trash. So he's, like... That makes sense. I'm going to be the only good white. Yeah. Have you seen... Just be glad I don't want to be one of the black guys. All right? (laughs) I'm going to be the only good white guy, and that's that. Have you seen the... um... That's a smart move as a producer, though. Like, if you're a huge star... And you can produce something. You're like, yeah, I guess I'll be in a little bit so we can say I'm in it so that people go to it. Like, that's just a smart fucking producer move. Oh, yeah. How many more people went to that movie because Brad Pitt was in it? Brad Pitt's in it for like maybe five to ten minutes. Well, a lot of Italians. That's for sure. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. That's the poster, right? Yeah. It's just Brad Pitt. The 12 Years a Slave (laughs) poster in Italy is just Brad Pitt. Insane. Fucking Italy. It's fucking wild. (laughs) Fucking Italy, man. So racist. Yeah. Not like us. Nah, what do you expect? What do you expect? That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good anyway, point. With that rich of history, I expect a lot of hate. What do you expect? It's like they, people, many people were killed upon this land with like horrific devices of war and all these terrible things. Like, you think these people are going to have good takes? Yeah. They come from this, you know? And then the us, we come from the ones who couldn't take the rules over there. Well, that's who we're. <laughs> Listen, people are like, fuck taxes. Taxes are fucking stupid. We got the fuck out of here. You can either go to prison go or you world. can go to Canada. Those are your <laughs> options. Well, it's basically the same thing. Oh, my God. Get on the boat. I can't <laughs> listen to you for another second, you whiny fuck. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just all the people they sent over were the most annoying English people. 100%. Get on I think it. my like... people have only survived through whining. I think we've only <laughs> been able to pass along our lineage through whining, 
That's how we were able to have kids and pass along our bloodline is through wine. I better not have to row on this boat because my shoulders get sore. Oh, my God. I'm going to be tired by the time I get there. I won't think I'm very good. What's the menu? I uh, Do you think you'd ever do a meet and greet? You know what? I like would you for got, sure. Like, if like let himself go, I, just fucking takes off to the moon. Oh, would I do a meet and greet? Yeah, why not? I would meet like fans of mine. Because honestly, if someone's like a crazy fan of mine who likes like some random dumb line I say, they're like, yeah, you're who I wrote it for. It'd be cool to talk to you. How much, you're why I wrote it. How much would you charge? The hundred bucks is fucking gross. <laughs> what's honestly? What's I, not I, gross? I would think. I think as a comedian, you should just do a meet and greet after a show if they want it. Oh, for free. Well, you that's know? not. A, that's not yeah. the same. That's not what I was asking. My my question wasn't would you ever want to meet someone who's a fan of you. My question is would you have an extra special oh, ticket? Oh, pay money that no. people pay money for, and then no. Maybe if I was on some, like, fucking next-level crazy bullshit. But at that point, I don't think I'd want to meet people. You know, it would be kind of scary to meet people. But I don't know. I feel weird. Like, and you see people who spend, like, $100 to get a picture with Tom Felton or something. You know, or, like, even more money. Like, that's... Why? That's just... I would never... I would feel so weird charging people money for, for something like that. Yeah, it if they get something from it, I'm like, okay, cool. They buy a button or some shit. Yeah, you know? like it was cool to see her so happy. But mm-hmm. as I was in line, I was like, ah, this is this is kind of weird. It's a little. Who would gross. you do that for? Would you do that for anyone? No, I explicitly David Mamet. Would you pay if there was like David Mamet putting on a play? And you could pay an extra hundred bucks, and he would do like a meet and greet afterwards, or like some sort of Q and A session. Would you? to pay for that fuck no absolutely not but also all the people that i like like that much wouldn't do it and i think that's what what makes me like them yeah and i think um i never want to meet my heroes in the uh the power dynamic of hero lowly worshiper yeah you know if i if I were to ever meet the people I like revere, like fucking Bill Burr or something like that, I would love to have shared a stage with him in some capacity, you know? Yeah. At least show them that you're in the world. I mean, I guess there's a couple, like I would pay to go see a strong man. Like last year when I thought about going to that strongman contest and they have a meet and greet, if there's like an extra bonus, <laughs> like you pay an extra hundred bucks, you could meet all those guys. Why not dude? That's sick. That's weird. They're it's, freaks of nature. It's so weird. Yeah, but they're also weird. Yeah, but you- they're like fucking bulls that are standing up. It's people who push their bodies to the absolute fucking brink of our strength. Hey, going. man, I, cool. lo- I loved you in the 2021 Arnold Classic. The way the way you lifted up that Honda Civic really meant a lot to me. <laughs> I would I would have points like that for all those motherfuckers. <laughs> L- Luke Stoltman, man. That log lift record's yours, baby. I know it is. You just got to believe in yourself. You just, Brian, you're one of the best you just of all go time. from one person to the other, and they're like, oh, Gryffindor sweater. And then you walk up to the next guy, and he's like, oh, Gryffindor sweater. And then you walk up to the next guy, like, oh, is that a Gryffindor sweater? It's like, by the last guy, I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, don't, please don't say anything about the sweater. 
I want to talk about lifting stones. Uh, I don't know. It's like because the whole I think the whole point of the meet and greet is because you just have this need to let them know how much, much how much they mean to you. Yeah. And paying uh again, very happy that we did it. Mm-hmm. But I explicitly told her I was like this was very cool. I never want you to do something like this for me. Yeah. I never want to pay yeah, for the Yeah, there's no privilege. reciprocal I don't want to meet anyone. If you hear me talk about this guy a lot, I want to meet him. Yeah. I do not want to meet I don't want to meet John Schwartzwelder if he's alive. Great writer. Yeah. You know, be weird to talk to probably. I, there's, I don't meet him. Also, I don't want I don't really care if any of the people that I like know that I like them. That's not super important to me. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, Is man. Is there anyone it would matter to you to let them know? No. Fuck them. I don't care. Thanks for the stuff. Here's the money. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. Like, I loved the fucking, uh, like, strong man so much. And, like, Brian was always such, Brian Shaw was always such an inspiration to me. And I always loved the fact that, like, his walking around weight was, like, the weight I used to be. And you're it's always, like, a fun reminder of, like, you look at him and he's, like, six foot eight. Jacked but still kind of fat. Looks like like a pale Shrek without the ears. <laughs> just, just fucking insanely jacked. And I'm like, I used to weigh as much as that. You just walk up to him and you're like, we're the same. <laughs> we're the same guy. I weigh like you do. I do take protein. <laughs> just fucking 240. Or sorry, 440. Just like, Ugh. I'm also just strong. Circle. I'm strong man too. I get him to like pick me up like an Atlas stone and just hold me on his shoulder. <laughs> That'd be fun. You think he could? I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't want. I'd be scared if he would like injure himself, and then I'm the reason his shoulders fucked. Yeah, know? that would be a problem. Right? Fuck it. Yeah. We um, we got a Christmas tree. You can, nice. You can Is see this that. your first Christmas tree together? No, we've got one every year. It's a tradition. We go to the same like convenience tree store edition. near our house, nice. and we buy a tree. This is Conrad Four, Con- <laughs> Conrad Christmas tree, Conrad the Fourth. And it's you guys just put anything on it, or we will. Yeah, he, he, you need to let it sort of unfurl for a couple days before you can oh, load so you up. Like shit. Just got it. Yeah, yeah, we got it like two days ago. But oh, okay. Millhouse has just been fucking eyeing this thing up. <laughs> and Mike is like, I'm sure he's fine. I don't think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to fucking assault this tree one of these days when he works up the nerve to get yeah, in there. Yeah. He's going to be the decoration in the tree. Yeah. I'm like, let's not put up any of the breakable ornaments this year. Let's keep it all the plushy ones. Or you could put the breakables at like the top. I'm, or wor- something. I'm worried the whole thing's going to fucking come down. Uh, okay. I feel it's yeah, like yeah. jumps at it. I was always told we could. Ne- well, my I think my parents had a real tree a couple times, but we mostly went artificial trees because uh, my mom didn't like the needles on the ground. Yeah, I, I guess. I used that. to want to be like, who gives a? F- it's fucking like a month of needles. It's a cool. It's cool. It's a tree. It's inside. It's fun. Just like it's probably the only plant we ever had indoors. Like, why not? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, be real. A, I get that. It's a twelfth of the year. They're just like. The floor is covered in shit. Yeah. I guess it's pretty wasteful of trees, too. Yeah. Fucking. 
Relax. Ow. It's crazy. Like, think how like how old is that tree? Do you think? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> how old are trees? Is it a hundred? Is it a hundred years no. old? No, but I'm like, is it ten? It's not ten. Let five, less than five? Three? I don't fucking know. I'd say man. three. Ow! Fucking fuck off! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, cats are cats can be huge dicks. My hand is like currently scratched. All my the one cat scratched me right on where the knuckle folds. So now it just hurts any time I move my hand, which is great. Oh hey, uh, fun. Hi. A fun video. Hi, Doug. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm okay. Did you see the new um, footage from Guitar Hero Live? No, Guitar Hero Live. What are you talking about? Oh my god! I'm so happy I get to tell you about this. It's, I think it's VR, and I fucking I called this, and it's like actual people, like an actual audience. Like I'm sure a bunch of it's CGI, whatever, and you're on stage yeah, yeah. with actual people. And they've released footage of what happens if you start bombing. And the the other guitarist like shoves you. He's like, "What are you doing?" Like the lead singer's like hiding behind the drum set. The audience is booing you. They hold up a giant sign that just says "You suck" in big That's letters, cool. and it's this actual demoralize kids at all. Yeah, and you're just at like a massive festival with people that just go back like as f- like y- football stadiums, and they're all just like boo. <laughs> and this fucking holding up signs that says you're the worst and everyone around the stage is like throwing things at you and you're just there in your vr headset trying your best just like having to dodge you're having to get up and like dodge out of the way of stuff new yeah dude that'd be sick but like they need to have a guitar hero that's uh you know Foldy multiplayer where you can like play songs live with people like why not and it's just such a great opportunity to like introduce people to new music too Why yeah not? i don't remember the last like new song i heard that had a guitar in it exactly exactly but there it's got to be out there there's like the greta land van vleets out there that are still shredding <laughs> up you know man that band stinks that is the most it's just boring too, band it, it's just too zeppelin it's just too much led zeppelin yeah and it's like it's literally feels like AI Zeppelin. <laughs> like it's not even like there's Link. <laughs> the thing just said playing music. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That's a Greta Van Fleet song. When I got that photo of Micah and Darren Chris with me in the background, the first yeah. thing that pops up when I open it on my phone is like. Remove background people, and if I click it, it just highlights me. <laughs> and I can remove myself. It's like that's a good call, phone. Thank you. You know what? I, I actually I opened that photo in uh, Canva with like your Canva Pro account, and I uh, I like got them, and I like moved it a little bit, and I made the background a bit bigger, and I like cut you out of it. So I was like, well, I don't know if that's her only picture. Oh, that's very nice. It's like her only picture. That's really but now nice. Now I know there's a billion. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a ton. But that's a great one. That's a great picture of you, though, on the side. You literally look like a cartoon character someone <laughs> drew. Because when you're that zoomed in, you're, like, losing so many features that you just see, like, glasses, eyebrows, yeah. nose, facial hair. Just completely <laughs> pixelated. I'll put it as the photo for the uh, fucking the podcast <laughs> this week. It'll be good. Thanks, you guys man. will get to see it. That's yeah, nice. I, uh... But, yeah, no. 
the Greta Van Fleet thing that it just bums me out. <laughs> it really makes me sad because yeah, it's just every, like too much for copy. Every town has a Zeppelin cover band. Mm-hmm. Like one of them could just be the Greta Van Fleet. Did you ever? There was a an ACDC cover band that used to play in St. Thomas all the time called Hell's Bells. And I remember one time they were on stage, like they're playing, and some drunk guy jumps up there and he's just got like a couple beers and he's like trying to pass them around to the members. He's like, tries to pass to the bassist. The bassist just like shakes his head and he pass, tries to pass to the drummer. The drummer's like, I'm fucking drumming right now. Like, I'm using my hand. Put it down. Like, yeah. <laughs> but just white. Just old white dudes having the best time of their fucking life. There is but no... honestly, God bless them. And it's like a free concert, and you just like get wasted in Dude. a parking lot. Like you'll never see old sick. white dudes happier than when they are in or watching a classic rock cover band called like Dude, the are Black we gonna go Dogs see? or something. Oh yeah, or a uh, fucking who's that really good? There's a band that always does Zeppelin covers. Fuck, I saw them live one time. Fuck. They were at Hawk Rocks the Park. I can't remember. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But are we going to go see Bill Burr and uh, and uh, Nate Bargatze in, in July? Uh, Fucking Hyde Park? It's in London. Sure. Why not? That'd be sick. I'm, I would be interested to see Nate Bargatze at like a massive outdoor stage. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, interested to see both of seen them a horse in that before. stage. And also, like, wouldn't it be truly upsetting to see uh, London, Ontario jokes do- done much better than either of us have ever done and we lived there? Yeah, that would truly fun. just defeat you? Because you, you know they would kill Because, like, Bill had some crazy Toronto stuff and, like, crazy about, like, homeless people in Toronto. It was just, like, absolutely fucking yeah. crushing, you know? Yeah, man, it'll Luckily be Luckily for him, Canada's fucked. He could also do that same material in London. That's a great point. <laughs> We also have yeah. crazy homeless people in London. Yeah. Th- there is... I've never... The craziest homeless people are in Hamilton. Because they just... At like They're King the most James, aggressive, yeah. They just straight up stop cars. Yeah. And just won't let you pass. And they just like hang out in front of your car just to freak you out. But you know what? I would be mad at them if it wasn't like such a failure on the city's parts in terms of like looking after people you know yeah so much of this city just sits fucking empty dude empty there's all these like old stelco steel buildings that i went into to like do this filming thing one time and it's literally like maybe an eight-story building that's just abandoned and it's because when the steel mill went out of business they just everyone just left they left their stuff there's like people's overalls are hung up in the locker from like 15 years ago. No one's hmm. been in there since. Weird. Other than like police doing like drills of like raiding offices or some shit, I don't know, like SWAT team drills and stuff, yeah. but Hamilton should all do All this empty space. Hamilton should do what London Ontario did with the old Kellogg's factory. It's now a trampoline park. <laughs> That's, fun. That's fun. That's a fun thing to do. And, and then fun. you take the about, homeless. Okay, instead of like put them in really, the trampoline park. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. They can just bounce while asleep. That's fun for them. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Solve <laughs> problems. I'm here to help. It's it's a solution, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it's the right one, but you know that is certainly a suggestion. No bad ideas in a brainstorm, pal. There are no bad ideas in a brainstorm. Are you writing that down? 
Don't I'm you not dare write that. Anything you've ever said. What are you down. doing then? Hey Tim, he's got up with a start. What, what takes what takes up too much of your time? Oh, are we doing this now? Well, I just I used to have a podcast where I asked people questions, and I realized over on my shelf I had some questions left, and I just was just wondering, Tim, what takes up too much of your time? I'm getting better at it, but definitely my phone. You know what yeah. I? You know what I? Replaced my phone with. <laughs> Fucking You're a Game Boy. Game Boy Color, baby. <laughs> I knew it was. Yeah. How much time you have you have putting on that? Ba- and you know what? There's no fucking screen time thing with that motherfucker, yeah. so it's not gonna shame you into stopping using it. Also, you know what? You know how your phone like tricks your brain into thinking it's daylight, so if you stare yeah. at your phone, you can't go to sleep. Well, yeah, yeah. this doesn't have a backlight, so it doesn't do that. So I can play this oh. until I get sleepy. It's like a book, but fun. So <laughs> <laughs> honestly, probably like a half an hour a day. Which hey, that's very man. That's not a, that's not too much time to be doing a lot of things, but it's definitely too much time to be playing Pokemon Red on the Game Boy Color in 2023. Is it? Is it Tim, or is you enjoying yourself for a half an hour? Don't, not a. We don't crime. have to do this again. We don't have it's to. It's not this a again. crime. Have fun. You know. I don't do know. Do something fun. Maybe some of the things. Not every I do second of your day has to, to be. Myself you know, crimes. Productive. Possibly. You gotta. You gotta do things to talk about stuff. How are you doing in Pokemon? You catch anybody? No, cool? dude. We're not doing this. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. We're not talking. Why not? Because take it. Crazy chance. <laughs> <laughs> Why not do a crazy dance? Carry on. I will me. say psychic type Pokemon are broken in generation one and fighting type Pokemon all suck. They have no good moves mm-hmm. and it's frustrating because uh, I really w- wish some of the fighting Pokemon were good because they all have boxing like, gloves and boxing's cool. Machamp. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck getting him a champ. Who am I trading with to evolve my Machoke, <laughs> Doug? <laughs> You sound like an idiot right now. What about you, yeah, Doug? Right. What takes up too much of your time? Honestly, dude, it's video games. It's the same, but it's those fucking battle royales. It's just such a rush. Like, you don't have to win the game, but I've been playing a lot of one-man squads, which means you'll drop in as a one-man team versus teams of, like, up to four people. And if you're able to kill a whole team, it just feels so good, and I'll do it, and then I'll just, like, do, like, a little dance on them. <laughs> as I'm like looting them to just be a dick, like just knowing I'm making people frustrated, I love that. If I've like added some frustration or like someone getting scared or something like that to their day, like that's what I look that's for nice. in a video game. But then you have those moments where you know you're like, oh, this will be my last game, and someone kills you like a, in a fucking embarrassing way. And the thing about when you get killed, now they get to look through your stuff because you have a little dead box and it has all the things you've been picking up. <laughs> So it's like, oh, now I just collected my stuff for a better player. That's what I did. I just went around and collected, oh, here's an eight-time scope for your sniper rifle. Right. Not like you fucking needed it. You already killed me with a four times. How much time you spending per day? Oh, God. Between the fact that Warzone just came out, so I've been trying that. Like, I haven't played it all today, but I'll probably put like an hour or two in. That's a lot. That's a yeah, it's a decent amount. It's like it, I remember, but it's also you gotta you gotta keep in mind like uh, PUBG is a very uh, it's not very like action oriented. There's a lot of downtime where you're just like 
walking around collecting attachments for your gun or like looking for meds or something. So like I do have a lot of time to just think. <laughs> I'm just walking around. And the thing is, I can't listen to music or anything because you have to be very aware of like footsteps. Right. So it's like one of the only times where I'm kind of forced to just be listening to like the world, but the world is this world, you know, where occasionally there's gunfire. But I'm like still alone with my thoughts, but I'm also in a shooter. When they do the like ready player one style, um, like you go you now have a second life online in the video game. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? How quickly yeah. would you sign up for that? I don't know if that's my jam because, like, I still want to perform in front of people. You could do that. You know? I just like I like playing these games with my friends and just, like I said, making people miserable in these shooters. I like adding any misery into people's days. <laughs> it's just like a that's little nice. Gift. All you like this, you know. You spend a lot of your day trying to figure out ways to spread joy and laughter to people, and then in your downtime, you try to make <laughs> children cry around the world I, by teabagging them. I'm very them. black and white. Yeah, I'm very black and white thinking. There's no <laughs> in the middle. I'm either you know trying to spread joy or trying to bring chaos to the to the world. Because uh, you can't like, say so that you're no- trying to bring chaos, dude. That is what fucking that's dorky as hell. That stinks. Okay, but there's just okay. There's like fun things you can do in. I am an agent of chaos. Like, just like so, when you knock someone on another team, they're just like down on the ground, but you can pick them up. So you could do anything with this person once you knock them. You can, for example, you could put them in the back seat of a car, throw a C four on the car, which is like a beeping explosive. Okay. And then drive the car off a cliff, get out while it's going, so it hurls off the cliff and then explodes with this person in the back seat of the car. Like it's <laughs> you get to literally be a supervillain. And then just somewhere in Pennsylvania. It's like intoxicated. Like, Thank you. That's cool. They're great. <laughs> nice. And there's like, you just know they're freaking out like, "Now he's taking me somewhere." You're just <laughs> driving away with them like it's just fun. All right, you but yeah, pull... it eats up eats up so much of my time. You want to pull one more from your big box of questions yeah i mean i don't know what you're talking about these are just questions i'm coming to um just out of the out of my my thoughts hey tim <laughs> coming uh, to just out of my thoughts what is something you are certain you'll never experience um other than like a good comedy set probably <laughs> <laughs> that's not true you watched me that one time Remember? Yeah, I, re- I was included. Oh, for yourself. That. Um, uh. <laughs> I um, fuck something I'll know I'll never experience. Just like, <laughs> honestly, probably owning a home, which is a little darker than I think we wanted to do. So let's say I will probably. I don't think I'll ever join the Mile High Club. I don't think I have that in me. Yeah, I mean, since I've never even been a mile high, I don't think I'm gonna like start. Having You're sex closer to but, joining you know, a mile to... wide club. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've definitely made that joke before. <laughs> but uh, I I would take what you're saying and take a step further. Not sex, but no way I'm going into space. I just don't live a life where I'm smart enough to get into space. I think there's like an IQ you have to have to break the atmosphere where they're like, you're too stupid to get past this. It's like if there's like a little marker up there. Yeah. 
but it has like a brain and it's like your brain is too small to go past this point. If I if I'm ever in space, it'll be because they forced me to like I'm a monkey in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they were like we can't sacrifice anyone important. We're going to send this fucking dipshit up to the stars with electrodes on his head. See what that does to him. Would you ever like jump? Would you see yourself jumping out of a plane at any point, like skydiving, bungee jumping? I could see that happening. Yeah, I would do those things. I would skydive before I would bungee jump. Yeah, I remember seeing a video of a bungee jumper where they went down, and then when they came up, the bungee cord went around their neck, and then they went down a couple more times. The person was okay, but it was like because they like were able to put their hands in there and like you know. Yeah, and Move it's also around, but fuck the, peop- that. the people like down and then just smack back up into the bridge or whatever. Yeah, like, just kill also me. I have I have absolutely no trust in someone who tells me that my weight is not affecting something. You know, it'd be like if I went to like a floating one of those sensory deprivation tanks, and I was like, "All right, is there enough salt in there that I will float around, <laughs> or am I going to pay eighty dollars to have my feelings hurt?" And just lay on the bottom of a pool of salt water. Just so you know, the maximum weight for bungee jumping is 260. Damn. Just as a heads up. lose weight to bungee jump. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to lose weight Imagine to regular jump. Imagine if you had a big jump. breakfast. So. <laughs> That's true. I should nail yeah, <laughs> yeah. normal jumps. And then we'll throw a bungee in later. Yeah, yeah. I would honestly try a lot of that shit. I would try, yeah, a lot of it. I would probably never do any, like, sort of deep sea diving. I would never do that sort of shit. No no part of me wants to be in, like, a submarine that starts a slow leak. I'm not going to handle that one. Oh, fuck. I'm that. not going to keep my cool. <laughs> I'm going to be grabbing the fucking PS2 controller or whatever they fucking had and bashing everybody else to death with it. <laughs> be like, freaking the fuck out. Trying to shove people into the hole, just like, fill it with something. <laughs> oh yeah fuck anything underwater is a nightmare yeah yeah i would like to learn how to swim properly because it feels like something that's needed but here's the thing what's I'm the not thing learning in front of children and i just need someone who's not gonna laugh at me you know yeah we're adult men we need like you need to ride learn how to ride a bike you just need to make sure that you're around no one who's going to laugh. I could also learn how to swim. That that could also yeah. be good for me. Or skate. You're not a skate either. No, I have very weak ankles. So. Damn. It just didn't really happen for me. Well, I can skate. Well, I don't know what to stop. I feel like stopping requires a certain amount of confidence that I just don't yeah, have. Yeah, I can't. I can't like hockey stop. I can't hockey how stop. How do you stop sure. then? You just like I uh, just slowly stop putting momentum in, and then I'll just grab onto something at the side of the. Rim. So you can't stop <laughs> when people say uh-huh. I don't know how to hockey stop. What they mean is I don't know how to stop. Well, like if you make like the big pizza, little pizza, you'll slow down a bit. You know. Yeah, you don't have to know how to make stop, dude. If you just hit enough kids, eventually you'll slow down. It's really not that big yeah, of yeah. a deal. I miss I missed uh, the fact that I aged out of being able to just use a pylon. And just skate around holding onto a pylon because I used to just rip around, and then I had to go up my own volition, and that just was never as good. Yeah, no, I hate my own volition. I would much rather have someone else's volition 
Is there nine I guess times the, out of ten? The only like, well, I guess yeah, you drive cars, but like that's the only thing with wheels that you like know how to use. What other things with wheels are there? Well, you can't ride a bike. Can you ride a scooter? No, I'm not a child. Why would I know how to ride a scooter? Can, can you rollerblade? Did you ever rollerblade? I did rollerblade for a year. Yeah, you bladed. Yeah, I bladed. I bladed pretty hard. <laughs> but how was that? It was fine. I feel like a dork, but it's fine. Skateboard? You didn't skateboard for sure, right? No. Yeah, you're right, you're dude. Right. I'd be a totally dude, different person to, if I knew how to fucking skateboard. I'd be way cooler. I'd, I'd have I a tried tattoo. to ollie. Like, I would try ollieing on, on grass sometimes and kind of get it. I tried once on cement, and when I landed, I landed weird, and the board, like, shot away, and I, like, fucking land on my back, and I was like, ah, never again. <laughs> <laughs> Call that a folly. It's like, I'm never trying this. No. Yeah, fuck that. No. Wheels, whatever. But also, I know how to do the best one. You understand? Yeah. If I had to pick one to know, I easily know the best one. Driving is number one. Yeah, yeah. The best. We got it. We got to get you on a bike. Shut up. It's nice. Shut up. It's nice. What am I going to bike? Also, you and I were thinking about like the workout. Like when I go to the gym, I'll try and do at least like a good 20 minutes on a bike. And to me, my logic is like, I need to do enough cardio. I can get out of the city if I need to. You know, if shit hits the fan, the apocalypse is upon us. I need to be able to ride a bike out to the farmland and just, like, take over a farmhouse somewhere. Find, like, a farmhouse that's been, like, sold to a family that, like, the dad is, like, a CEO somewhere. He's not actually, like, a farmer who, like, is tough. He's just, like, some weenie who bought property out in the in the boonies, you know? Dude. I take over their house. That's my, that's my apocalypse plan. That's a good plan. You know what else would be good? Driving but- a car. <laughs> but if the roadways are, like, you know... Really stack. You can get it through with a bicycle. You're like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that Messenger movie. No, he's weaving through the streets. You're not getting through post-apocalyptic traffic, and then the bike lane is open. That's not what. That's not how that works. Well, here, if I needed to get from like Hamilton to Brantford, I could take the the Brant Trail. You know, it's a bike trail straight to Brantford. Then I go to the fucking boonies from Brantford. That's great and impractical. How are you getting out of Hamilton? Thank you. On a bicycle. Do you not hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you may as well say that you're going to... I'll be like, no, I'll leave before the traffic. I'm just saying I think it's good to have enough cardio that you can get away. Yeah. If shit if shit happens. You know, that's my plan. I ride a... I don't want to get tired on a bike while like I'm still in city limits. I want to be able to get out of Hamilton. I ride a bike. I'm out of the danger zone. I ride a bike at the gym because uh, when I had a personal trainer... She told me that that's the form of cardio I should do in a pretty mean, condescending way that I think implied that my knees and ankles couldn't take running. Damn. (laughs) Well, honestly, it is like the best cardio in terms of taking pressure off of your knees and ankles. So why even risk it if you got them weak ankles? I have very strong, sturdy cankles, I will have you know. (laughs) <laughs> like two tree trunks going down into my yeah. shoes. Very the capital C on those cankles. Yeah, baby. that's the C stands for strong. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Do you have shows this week, man? We're never going to get a land a riff enough to get out of here. So I don't fucking have anything this week, dude. I don't have fucking anything booked this week. But 
Next Tuesday, if you're in Toronto, December 19th, I'll be doing the, yeah. the Christmas Comedy Classic the man. at Comedy Bar. I think the same night as the, the Comedy Bar Christmas Party, which is pretty sick. So I guess I'll be in town for that. Congrats, so if you're a Toronto man. Comic, come hang out. That'll be fun. You're going to love that. December 19th is also 2023. This will be the nine-year anniversary of getting to open for Big J because it was on December 19th of uh, 2014. Nine-year anniversary of your biggest credit. Crazy, eh? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> it's my second biggest show. That's first on the byline. Later. Yeah. Nine years from then, I'll get JFL. Oh, dude. It's going to be sweet. That's sick, dude. It's going to be sweet. 18 years in, new faces. Boom. Doug Koenig. Right there. I don't know. That's <laughs> kind of how it goes for kinda. certain segments of people. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get preachy. Uh, guys, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, we love you so much. Have a good week. Goodbye. See you.